Welcome back, everyone, to the PXP Let's Talk Success podcast. I'm Dre, joined, as always, by my co-host, Paul Plummer. Good afternoon, good morning, whatever time you're listening to this. Hello. Yeah. Um, how was your weekend? Good. Yeah. Good. Do anything fun? Uh, yeah, we went to uh, Newfields, saw some lights. Um, oh, I think I just recently heard about that place. Yeah. Where's that Where's that at? It's down near Butler Campus. It's in, oh, in that okay. vicinity. It's, it's actually uh, not on Butler Campus. It's just South 38th Street and Michigan Road. Okay, I got you. <coughs> was it cool? Yeah, oh yeah. There's a ton All of kinds lights. of lights. There's a lot. It's there on the, um, the, the Eli Lilly uh, homestead, if you will. A lot of history mm-hmm. there. Okay, gotcha. Well, that's cool. Awesome. Well, um, we'll go ahead and get started. Let's um, start with Cricket's joke. Um, so her joke for this one is going to be, how do you throw a space party? I don't know. You plan it. <laughs> <laughs> I like uh, that. These one. are getting worse and worse, but they're so <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So, all right. Well, let's go ahead and get into today's topic. Um, today's topic, everyone's going to be triathlon. So... Obviously, this is a place of triathlon, I guess, and you're a triathlon coach. Um, and I know you said you did triathlon after doing um, a couple half marathons in uh, marathon, maybe. Uh-huh. Or no. um, so, but why did you decide to continue with that, I guess? Yeah, it was uh, a great opportunity. So, so my background getting into this, we talked about before, about uh, runner all of my life, high school and, and college, and then... Um, just enjoyed it and, and kept it up as fitness and so forth. The, I started feeling really good about myself, uh, overly confident when I ran two half marathons a couple weeks apart. You know, mm-hmm. I've done uh, the Indy Mini and then uh, went over the guys a couple weeks later and, and ran that and, and ran faster the second time. And I was so naive and, and really didn't understand the endurance world um, many years ago. And um, I thought I was a really big deal by being able to run you know, two half marathons a couple mm-hmm. weeks apart. So I'm, I'm bragging with some of my colleagues, and I'm, I'm wanting them to really uh, embrace how um, successful I had been. And a couple of them were, were more experienced than I was, and they're like, Paul, people do that every week. And there are some that their fitness level allows them to do that. And so I'm looking back at them with that deer in the headlight look of like, uh-oh, I'm not going to get the, the praise or the gratification that I, that I want. And, um, you know, they saw it in my eyes, and so they're trying to help me. Mm-hmm. And so they're, they're like, well, have you heard about triathlon? And I'm like, yeah, but what is that? And it was, you know, they started explaining to me the different distances, sprint, Olympic, and, and both those you run as three miles or, or six miles. And mm-hmm. um, I'm looking back at them, but you just didn't hear me say I ran two half right. marathons? I right. didn't do with this sprint. And so, they, you know, they kept pushing, and, and it became this uh, gentleman's wager of, well, I bet you can't do a full Ironman. And that became, you know, those of you who know me well, um, yeah, tell me what I can't do, and I'm going to try to find a way to, to show you that I can. And so it became uh, my introduction into the triathlon world more on a, a better, a dare, or a challenge. And it, it just, I fell in love with it. And um, so you just reminded me of something that I kind of want to go over now. Um, why is that um, different with running so right you ran a half marathon but why is running three miles or even six miles in a triathlon so much different than running a half marathon and i i I know there's you swim and you bike beforehand but why even then so like running running six miles after doing the swim and the bike is 
can in my opinion can be is so much harder than running like a half marathon even though i'm going faster in that um so why is that well, well there isn't a why is that answer that's that's mm-hmm. the challenge of this and that was that goes back to my um, naivety about what i was talking about in the world triathlon i was trying to compare running two half marathons to only having to run three miles or six miles at the end of a triathlon yeah and so the what I didn't understand was that because of the other two, the swim and the bike prior to running, because of the different energy systems that you're using, a sprint distance, you know, you're looking at about an hour, Olympic distance, you're looking, depending on what your speed is, you're looking at that two to three hour uh, mm-hmm. space in there. You know, there's a lot of different things that happen in that, to those energy systems, your intensity, your paces, and they're going to feel different. Mm-hmm. So, like... And one of the things that I've noticed is that when I get, I think when I get off the bike um, and I start to run, that I think for some reason I feel like I have better runs um, when I get done off the bike than when I just go out and run per se. Like I've had runs here where we've gone out and ran, I don't know, eight miles or whatever, and for for some reason it's like it can be rough sometimes but then but if i were to do the same eight miles off the bike for some reason I've, i i'm better like what why would that be well i think that goes to support one of the things that we try to do before any of our workouts and that's warming up right mm-hmm. so if, if you're doing a swim and done a bike i would argue that you're already warmed up to go do that run yeah and so it, it many times does feel better mm-hmm. um if you take off and you're, you're not warmed up, and what do most of us do, right? We put on our shoes, we uh, outstretch our arms, we might touch our toes, we yeah. might do a little uh, quick run in place, and then we're out the door and we're running, mm-hmm. right? You haven't warmed up, you haven't done things. It's going to feel more challenging. It's going to feel different than, than if you would take the time to, to do some running drills and do some stretches, do some dynamic warm-up, do something to get yourself ready to go run, mm-hmm. or even going out on that, on that first little bit and, and not taking off running. You know, maybe you're going to do some skip drills. Maybe you're going to do some some walking, get that heart rate up. Maybe you do some low intensity things, but you're going to have a better run if you'll have that warm up prior. That's what most people see. They don't understand. Um, first time somebody does a, a triathlon, they don't have that same experience because their, their uh, fitness level isn't where uh, where it could be with in your situation where you're you're more trained, you're yeah. high, higher trained. Um, you you may have a, how it feels differently. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not used to running off the bike, or if you have a lot of bricks and you get that fatigue, you start running the first uh, time or two off the bike, your legs feel heavy, they feel tired. It's going to give you a completely different sensation than the one you just described. Yeah. Uh, so there's a lot of uh, different pieces to go into that. Okay. Most of it I would push back to uh, that you've actually been warmed up or that you're uh, ready to do that run. I got you. Okay. Well, the... Um, I just had those questions because you just reminded me of those as you were talking. So um, we'll get back on track, though. So why did you want to coach triathlon then? Because um, you were competing in it and whatnot, but why did you want to end up coaching it? Well, I didn't know that I did. Um, yeah. what, what would happen is, you know, as an athlete trainer, I'm watching all these different bodies. That if I'm on the sidelines in college athletics, I'm watching people do uh, things mechanically. I'm breaking down their sport. I'm watching um, – they come in and tell me they've got an ache and pain here or there. I've watched what they've done, and then mechanically, I go back and look at that, and, and here's where some um, efficiency would help take some of those pains away. 
so I'm, I'm in the endurance world now. I've, I've tried a few things. I'm, I'm feeling it. I'm, I'm getting my uh, bearings within the sport. And I'm watching these people run, and mechanically, they just don't look efficient. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, then we'd have these conversations after a race or after an event, and they'd start talking about where they're sore and where they're, they're hurting and, and how many weeks they've lost and how, what they had to do with you know, injury patterns and training interruptions, that kind of stuff. And I just I started applying my background as an athletic trainer to the sport of triathlon mm-hmm. and just naturally fell into the coaching piece. I mean, just using my observational skills as an athletic trainer, medical background, and then learned a lot more about the sport, uh, took several courses uh, talking about the, the, the science and the theory of coaching and training, that kind of stuff, and just put it all together. Okay, I got you. Um, what uh, what don't you like about triathlon? I'll start. We'll start with that. Um, get the bad stuff out. Of I don't know. Um, I think it's fantastic. It's a yeah. it's a blend of uh, cross training. It's a it's a great way not to get into the rut, so to speak. So you're not just swimming. You're not just mm-hmm. running. You're not just cycling. You're not just lifting weights. You're not just uh, working on your mobility and flexibility. It's a great way to combine all those pieces. Uh, well rounded. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Sometimes the trying to fit everything in that you want to do is really hard. Um, but I, to be honest, I haven't found a whole yeah. lot that I don't like about the sport. Is there anything that you think um, they're, that they're missing on? Like anything that you think that can make the sport better by chance? Um, I'm not sure where you're asking that question from. You're talking about the, um, race organizers and that kind of stuff making it better? Or are you talking about Just athletes a, being able to compete? Mm, I mean, either, if you want. It, it doesn't. Yeah. Well, the second one is in my wheelhouse. And what I see a lot of is if you have good efficiency, great mechanics, and you have the strength to go with those, you can do this thing for as long as you want at, at pretty much whatever intensity you want to. A lot of people go into it and they get stuck into just running just biking, just swimming, and they miss the other pieces of uh, well-rounded fitness. Flexibility, strength, um, understanding how to uh, form and technique and body balance and being able to feel what you're doing. If you can get all that to go together, you have such a uh, better performance Mm -hmm. and your risk of injury goes down. I got you. So we'll go into what do you like about triathlon? So, well, <laughs> right. All of that. So being, right. able to, being able to help somebody, <coughs> be able to help somebody put all that together. Because everything I just talked about in my head makes a lot of sense. I've been doing this a long time. Yeah. Um, being able to take each of those things and break them down and communicate that to an individual and make it make sense to them, that's real joy for me. If I've got a rookie coming in and we're just having a quick conversation about their goals and, and you know, I see myself in them many times. You know, we got these uh, grand ideas of what we think what's going to happen because we've been sex- successful at running or biking or swimming and we're going to put it all together. Mm-hmm. And we've got this um, perception that's going to be just like that. It's going to happen really quick. Then be able to help explain uh, what's really going to happen or what that process uh, needs to be or how we can best build that body into a fitness machine okay so and and so i kind of want you to sell me on triathlon um just because i think this will get out um some more of what i'm looking for um with this so like say i'm say i'm a runner coming in like why why would you recommend triathlon to me um 
several situations here. If I've got some, if I've got a runner who has an overuse injury, mm-hmm. right, and every time they go out and run, they make it to mile one, two, or three, and all of a sudden they start to get sore, start to get injured, that person gets frustrated. Mm-hmm. They feel like they're losing fitness. They want to be able to do something, but they keep getting hurt doing their, their run the way they're doing it. So they've got some sort of deficiency we need to work on. In the meantime, because they can't run or, or when they run they get sore, we can cross-train. Everybody wants to cross-train or has heard of cross-training, but being able to put that together where it's a productive thing, where they feel like it's not a, uh, a situation where they're just stalling to get back to their real activity. So biking and swimming are great activities to add to that cross-training, and then it becomes just a natural fit if they want to go into uh, become a triathlete. One of the things that I fight a lot is that uh, people perceive that I try to create all these triathletes. Or uh, if you come in here that um, you've got to be a triathlete or want to do triathlon. Mm-hmm. And that's not the case. If somebody comes in, we've got people coming in that have been hurt, so we're doing rehab connection. Or some people come in because they need to, they need to work on strength and, and they like the way we do our strength there. Then they get in, involved in that, and then they see the cross-training effect. And it's just a sometimes a natural migration where they encompass or embrace the world of triathlon. Do you think they were scared of triathlon before that? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Why? It, it can be daunting. There's a lot of stuff going on there. The perception of, of triathlon, most people don't understand that there's different distances that, mm-hmm. you know, they, they see what was on television and most of what's on television is the, the full distance or the Ironman distance. And then they see that and that's their vision of triathlon. When there are multiple distances, there are all kinds of body types that do triathlon. There are all kinds of paces that do triathlon. There are individuals who are really great runners. There are individuals who are not great runners. Same thing with biking and swimming. You've got the whole continuum of those pieces. You know, that's one of the craziest things about triathlon, in my opinion, is the different body types that you just said. Because you're right, there's so many different people and types of people and and shapes and sizes out there that's unbelievable because you know coming from my perspective we'll start a race and there's um there's people out there that don't look as fit as some of us and they're ahead of me for quite for quite until we until we start running um pretty much like they're they're ahead of me and i'm like and so i'll tell people these things when I'm just out here talking amongst our community and whatnot, how like even even if you're not in the best looking shape, I guess, to the public eye, um, you still can go out there and have fun and you, you'll be ahead of quite of a lot of people if, I mean, obviously if you're a good swimmer and you um, start the swim fast, then you're going to be ahead of a lot of people who aren't fast yeah. swimmers. And, and unfortunately, a lot of people who, who don't look like they're fit, yeah. Um, feel judged, get judged, mm-hmm. feel uh, awkward about some of the, the gear that triathletes wear. I mean, a lot of this stuff is skin tight, right? Yeah. So you're looking at some skin tight shorts and some people just feel uncomfortable wearing that. So mm-hmm. that would intimidate many of them coming across. But I would tell uh, most individuals, it's not about what your body looks like mm-hmm. um, as much as what your engine's doing, what your fitness level's like. And then I've, I've heard this before and I've repeated it, that there's, there's not a body type for triathlon. Yeah. There's not. There's all kinds of body types that do triathlon. Right. Now, if you want to win it, yeah. there, there's a body type yeah. that generally wins the event. Mm-hmm. But in terms of completing, 
there isn't a body type that completes a, a triathlon. And if you've got the want to, I mean, we can help you get to, to that space. And that's yeah, for sure. it's overcoming a lot of those fears and those doubts and, and that insecurity to be able to risk going into that environment. Yeah. No, and I think that's really important about the sport. And this is, and I'm glad we we got to this point because um, this is where I wanted to go. Where like I think the overall the community, from what I've seen, you know, everyone tends to have a lot of fun and is very supportive. I mean, obviously our group is uh, very supportive and whatnot. But when I've been out in all the races that I've been in, like everyone seems to be pretty cool and be pretty nice and. Um, you know, there's just a lot of people talking amongst one another and all yeah. that. As an overwhelming majority, most triathletes, when, when triathletes, when you're out there, I mean, they're encouraging each other. They're smiling. I mean, they're, they'll, they'll, especially on the run, you know, mm-hmm. as you pass somebody, or you're, you know, coming and going, or even if you're going around somebody, mm-hmm. there's usually a conversation of encouragement, uh, uh, several phrases of, hey, great job, keep moving, yeah. all those sort of things. Yeah. Have you had a... Um... Have you had like a favorite sign or anything that you've seen? Um, this is just a random question that I just thought of. Yes. What, what, was, what, <laughs> what did it, it say? Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't repeat Can it. you give me a, um, uh, the, the PG, a PG version of it? The PG version it, yeah. would be uh, Worst Parade Ever. That, that's a good one. Worst Parade Ever. Okay. So you've got a couple of kids holding you know, sign up says Worst Parade Ever as everybody's running by them, that sort of thing. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. Cool. Awesome. All right. Um, let's see. What do we have from there? Why? Um, I guess. Why? Why is triathlon such a big accomplishment? I guess, and I don't. I don't want to like downplay that question or triathlon per se, but like, why do you think people think it's such a big accomplishment? Well, I, I think it's because one? of the perception, you know, from what they've seen on television, and especially if you've been watching it historically from when it got got founded, you know, there in Hawaii, and the long distance, that kind of stuff. It's just a daunting thing. And so, you know, when people can accomplish something that has that sort of perception, they feel really good about themselves. Mm-hmm. I'll push back a little bit. I mean, I don't care what the event is, but we've got people in here that are, are runners, swimmers, bikers, and triathletes. So they, you know, would do their own sport, whether it's mm-hmm. mountain biking or road biking or, or whatever it is, open water swimming, you know, indoor swimming. All kinds of things they're they're training for in, in the fitness world, and some of these runners are, are running marathons and, and Boston qualifying. Some of them are running five Ks and and having fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think for all of those individuals, and where I would push most of our listeners to really um, hone in what their goals are, what their goals are, what do they want to accomplish? What makes them feel good? What would be a challenge for them? Mm-hmm. So if I've been running five Ks, you know, for the last five years and, mm-hmm. and my pace is about the same uh, I might gain a few seconds here or there I might have a really great day and, and I got an extra 30 seconds uh, added to my uh, PR from within those places you know it's really hard to stay motivated to, to run these races and, and be within you know 15 20 30 seconds every time yeah so when you add something to that and you're still able to do those sort of things that adds uh, 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 an a bit of intrigue to it. It adds another challenge to things. Uh, when you add three sports together, it does those, those sort of things. Sometimes you take that 5K person, take them to a 10K, and it's just in, in that space. We're coming into the time of year when people start looking at what they want to do for their fitness goals, right? I mean, we've got the uh, New Year's resolution stuff coming up, mm-hmm. and everybody's going to be uh, starting to think about what they want to do, and we've got the 
the group that traditionally has the New Year's resolution and they're really active in January and they you know, kind of fall off. You know, the schedules get busy again and they're not able to do those things. The individuals that have the, the thought of if they would really want to do something, they've had this thought, I really want to do a triathlon, but, you know, and I call it the baggage statement. Mm-hmm. I want to do it, but I've got this excuse. I've got this reason. I've got this perception. Mm-hmm. Those are the things that I would love to talk to them about. Uh, many times those things that they see as obstacles, uh, deterrents, or reasons why they can't do these things, they're not as big as what they think they are. Yeah. Uh, even if sometimes it's an ache or a pain, a lot of times it's just a mechanical piece that we can uh, correct pretty quick. Gotcha. What's, um, in terms of like the events themselves, what's your favorite part about the triathlon events? Is it the race itself? Is it the um, venue? Or? I think it's all different, all pieces of that. I mean, I, I like getting there early, you know, in the transition, get things set up, and then mm-hmm. uh, talking with the other athletes. Um, if, I'm, if I'm coaching the athletes that day, I mean, watching their anxiety, watching their nervousness, help them calm them down, you know, get them ready to perform. Uh, I think watching what they do throughout the event, uh, watching what others do throughout the event of just – uh, what, how their swim go, how they react if it was a good swim, how they react if it was a bad swim, uh, how are the transitions, uh, what, are, what are things that they've done that were efficient, what are some things that they could, could do better when they're out on the bike. And, and, and watching when they leave and watching when they come back, there's usually a different look on their face. <laughs> yeah. There's usually a different uh, perception when they come back in, whether their head's being held up and they're feeling strong or whether they just got beat up because of the wind or maybe there was a, a hilly terrained course. And then watch them take off on the run, yeah. Uh, and, and watching whatever piece of the run, and and you know, seeing them enough in, in practice, so to speak, of you, you know what their run looks like, mm-hmm. what it really is. How does it look on race day? And be able to, you know, sometimes give them encouragement of, hey, you need to do whatever that piece is. Most of the time, it's telling them to stand up a little taller, get their shoulders back, shoulder blades back, and start engaging their glutes as they're running. Um, Sometimes it's just encourage them to do what they're doing because they're doing it well. Mm-hmm. And watching those smiles, uh, watch them come across the finish line, no matter how miserable it, it might have felt during the event, as soon as you get within a half mile, a quarter mile of that finish line, you start feeling really good and you start getting excited yeah. about seeing that finish line. Gotcha. Okay. I was just wondering, um, what do you think about Ironman versus a marathon? So um, I've, heard, <laughs> I've heard this before where they um, – where it said that, like, um, if you run a marathon all out, you know, it's harder than doing, like, an Ironman, um, even though there's a marathon at the end of an Ironman. Sure. What do you think about that? I think it depends on how you run your, yeah. your Ironman. So I'm assuming we're talking about a full-distance Ironman and, and a marathon. Yeah. We're trying to compare those two mm-hmm. pieces. Where in a full-distance Ironman, we're doing a 2.4-mile swim. We're doing a 112-mile bike. Unless you're at Chattanooga, then you get to go an extra four miles and go 116 miles on a bike. Yeah. And then go run a marathon off the bike mm-hmm. versus running, just running a marathon. When I run a marathon, uh, and it's only a, a marathon that day, I hurt more after that than I do after a full Ironman. Really? Um, now, why is that? Because yeah. I'm not running the marathon at the end of the Ironman at the same intensity that I am if I'm just running it. Mm-hmm. And there's a... You know, there's usually some walking that's going to happen at some point in there, you know, whether it's through the aid stations or whether it, you make it to a certain distance and then now you're on you know, the, the walk-jog piece of it or wherever you're at. So it depends on how you're going to approach 
both of those. Okay. Um, you could go out and, and, and have a, a good performance and, and call it a, a zone two run for your marathon and then stay in that low intensity mm-hmm. and, and not feel bad versus going out and, and going at your race pace or your tempo um, intensity, that sort of thing. You're going to feel differently doing those two things. The marathon by itself and the marathon within an Ironman are done at two different intensities. I got you. Okay. It was just uh, one of the questions I had for you. So um, in terms of triathlon, what's your favorite distance, your favorite distance? I like the full iron distance. The um, full? Yeah. The best? The best. Now, Why? Uh, because old slow guys can <laughs> can relatively compete with others. As you, you know, spread distance is very fast. Yeah. Right? That's that's speedy. That's it's a you're redlining it in all three sports all the way through. Mm-hmm. That's hard to do, especially as as we age and do the things. That doesn't mean you can't be done. Yeah. It just feels different. It's harder on the body. Olympic distance is, is backed off the intensity just a little bit from that. Uh, half Ironman, you know, that's a still a hard distance. You're you're still backing off the intensity. I like the full iron. It, Except for when I'm doing it, I'm cussing myself and I'm, right. I'm asking why I'm doing this again and that kind of stuff. <laughs> but it's I enjoy that challenge for that of that distance. Yeah, it's wild. Um, do you think the Olympic distance is the right distance for the Olympics? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that's the uh, yes. I mean, okay. It's a it's a standard uh, distance. It's it's universal it's been to that space i like the fact that you know that that distance being uh, uh the, the competition distance for the olympics mm-hmm. um yeah I, I like that distance for that i mean it's fast enough and powerful enough that um, it, it, people get to show off their power and speed mm-hmm. and yet it's long enough that you get to see their endurance side as well yeah okay cool um so, I mean, that's pretty much all I had for triathlon. Um, what else do you want to bring up for triathlon for uh, the first one? Yeah, I, I think the, the big thing that I would tell, if somebody's interested in the sport of triathlon but they're afraid to get into it, um, let's have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Let's, you know, give us a call, you know, stop by. A lot of the, uh, lot of the conversation or, or perception, misperception about triathlon is people think that they can't do it because, and they've got this laundry list of reasons for them. Um, maybe it's their body type. Maybe it's their current fitness level. Maybe it's a, a nagging injury, that sort of thing. I'd love to talk about those things to, uh, to help knock those boxes off or, or help eliminate those uh, reasons for it. I think that the understanding of, of the sport of triathlon continues to grow. Mm-hmm. I know there's a lot of growth in the, the sport within USA triathlon and within Ironman triathlon, uh, just two different distances and two different governing bodies, if you will, that uh, govern sport. There are several other groups out there also. They're just smaller in scale of, of what they uh, put on and what they do and, and how they communicate and so forth. Um, I think any of those that you can get involved in and experience uh, would be a great thing. It's a lot of people, when they go into it, they, they just don't think they have what it takes sometimes or they underestimate what they've got, and I'd love to show them that opportunity. Yeah, and we had, um, I feel like we had a bunch of newcomers this year, a bunch of um, first-timers yeah. that finished um, triathlons this year, so that was pretty cool. Absolutely. Um, cause that, li- that is one of my favorite things is watching a rookie 
cross the line, especially that first time or the first couple of times, yeah. whatever distance it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's pretty crazy just because it's totally different from what I've ever experienced in my past. Yeah. So, all right, you good then on that? Yep. All right, we'll go into the questions um, from our listeners. I do have a couple this time, actually. Um, so are there any books that help guide you to become successful? Um, if you want to list like three books oh or something. Um, three of your favorites or whatever. Many books. Um, yeah. yeah. Joel Friel has one out there. You know, he's, he's known as the, the guy that's kind of written the training Bible on triathlon. Okay. Uh, yeah, he's, he's got a lot of good information out there that um, talks about uh, uh, summarizing some science. In, in, the, in the training world of triathlon, it's got some. He's got some really good examples in terms of physiology and how to you know, attack those different energy systems. And then he's got a, an, an additional book where he talks about older athletes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that forty, fifty-year-old athlete of how the body's different than that twenty and thirty-year-old body. Gotcha. And so he, you know, those those two things, those two books in particular with Joel. Um, have been instrumental in, in my reading. There's That's several others. I mean, it goes back to you know, everything from basic physiology and, and kinesiology, and your movement and studying the body, that kind of sort of thing. Um, that foundational pieces, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you can't be, you can't overestimate knowledge around that. Yeah. Everything else becomes a detail. If you understand the basics, if you understand uh, how the body works, and you put it in a great position, everything else falls in place. Gotcha. Can you give me like three names of books, just in case anyone wants to go buy? Not them. off the top of my head. I, I don't remember the. I don't remember okay, the ones. Joel. I think Joel. Joel's is the. I think his one of them's called the Training uh, Training Bible. The other one I think might be Triathlon for the Older Athlete. Okay. Don't quote me on those two, but if you type yeah. in Joel, uh, Joel Friel in Amazon or wherever you uh, get stuff, several of his books will pop up. Gotcha. What about for your strength training and whatnot? Or athletic training. Yeah, well, that's. I don't know. If there's any specific books relative to it. There's um, part of the athletic training curriculum is like any other school of. Yeah. Uh, there, there's a whole science and whole uh, curricula behind behind those things. Okay. Um, what What do you think about uh, mentorship? Like, should every athlete get a mentor? And like, like, how important would a is a mentor? Do you think? I think having somebody that's been there uh, before to be able to show you the ropes mm-hmm. um, helps reduce that anxiety, helps uh, get you across that line, helps share the experiences. That way you don't have to learn everything on your own, um, whether that's a coach or a teammate or a friend. You know, having somebody that you can talk to and, and you know, let, let's face it, whatever we're doing fitness-wise, sometimes things don't go perfectly. Yeah. And so you know, being able to have a, a confidant or somebody that you can trust to share, hey, I did this. This negative thing happened. How do we? How did you get through this? Yeah. Um, whether that's panicking in the water, you know, people go in the pool and they feel great. Mm-hmm. They get in open water and now, now there's a moment of panic. You know that that they can't see that blue or black line at the bottom of the pool anymore. Yeah. They get touched by somebody else. They they have all this fear coming up about what's in the water below them. They have this anxiety about they're not going to finish, and, and those things just kind of boil up. So, how, you know, many people need to uh, hear from others, hear from mentors. How did they get through it? Yeah. Have um, Have you had a mentor or mentors that have helped you? Absolutely. 
Yeah, I assume. Yeah, all my career. Okay, well, cool. Okie dokie. Well, let's get into our fun question segment then. So, I like these ones. Would you rather – these are all would you rathers. Um, would you rather lounge by the pool or beach? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, beach. By the beach? Yeah. Why? I don't know. Um, I like listening to the ocean. The smell okay. of salt water would be fantastic. Yeah. Having digging your toes into the sand, feeling the the warmth on there, yeah, fantastic. Okay, um, would you? That sounds funny. Would you rather wear the same socks for a month or oh, the gross. same un, or the same underwear <laughs> for a week? <laughs> Neither. Well, um, yeah, pick one. Uh, of those two, gotta go with socks. Same socks for a month uh, instead of the same underwear for a week. Oh no, socks. All right. <laughs> All right. Would you rather have a pause or or a rewind button in your life? Pause or rewind button? Uh, neither. Um, enjoy the ride. Um, if I've got to make a choice between those two, well, if I'm going to pause and I want to, I won't be able to have an effect on it. So let's rewind it. That way, maybe I can change a couple of things or, or do things a little differently. Okay, I'm surprised with that one. I thought you were going to say pause because like you could pause and like. A, a great moment or something or like a great view so good good so but that's all right i'm a perfectionist gotta make sure everything's done just perfect yeah that's true all right would you rather spend a year at war or a year in prison good golly who comes up with these questions there's like uh, yeah it's, <laughs> it's the internet there's some neither, crazy ones neither of those um well i guess i would have less chance of getting killed in prison so I don't know. You never know. <laughs> Maybe. All right, you're in prison. <laughs> All right, last one. Would you rather get trapped in the middle of a food fight or water balloon fight? Water balloon. Okay. You think well, you have more fun? Clean, less to clean up that way. Yeah, I guess that's true. All right, cool. Well, that's it for the fun questions then. All right, we'll go into our shout-out segment. <clears throat> any? Do you have any shout-outs for me? Uh, I've got several. Um, yep, last yeah. week there were several individuals who, um, I'm not going to name names, I mean, you guys will know who you are. You did some really exceptional things in class. Uh, you set some new PRs. You, you pushed yourself into, into places that um, was scary. Um, you were asked to do uh, an activity. An example of the activity would be to, to do some push-ups. Okay? That wasn't new to you. But the way that you attacked those, whether that was doing more reps in each set or being able to push yourself a little deeper into that burn, that fatigue. Many of you embrace that and I'm really proud of you. Okay, cool. Any more? You said you had a lot. I, I do. Um, let's, let's just use that as part of the conversation as we're, we're going in. I'll, I'll bring those back and see if I can sprinkle them in. Okay, that's fine. All right, I'm going to shout out the Saturday group running groups um, coming up just because I like it. I think they're always fun having those Saturday group runs. Um, so shout out to the one that we had this weekend. It was only, there was only a few of us, but it was a good time. And it was cold. There wasn't a lot of people out on the Monon. It was windy. Yep. Um, but, yeah, the, I really enjoyed that. So yep. shout out to our Saturday group runs. Yep. And that's another example. When it, when it does get cold and it's starting to get miserable outside, I mean, being able to have somebody that you know is going to be there, you know, having that accountability partner, Mm-hmm. It helps get you out of bed, helps get you motivated, helps uh, you accomplish many of those goals. 
And then when we leave here from the gym, I mean, it's a warm space to come back into after you've been out there for a little while to, right. to kind of warm back up again. Yeah, no, it's definitely nice, especially just to run with people again, for sure. Okay, well, that's all that I have for this one. Um, so as always, to conclude... Thank you, everyone that has left a review thus far. I actually haven't caught back up on the reviews, but I think we're up to six five-star reviews um, last from the last time that I checked. So thank you to everyone that submitted those. Um, continue to submit your reviews. Um, please, your ratings and reviews. We would greatly appreciate those. Um, we're still having a sale, so still have our PXP uh, merchandise um, sale going on over there. Um, so you can come in and get 35% off t-shirts, pullovers, and sweatshirts, and then 15% off triathlon and cycling clothing. Great Christmas gifts. Yep, absolutely. Especially getting a sale on any of that stuff is nice because it's not cheap. (laughs) Um, December, don't forget, uh, December newsletter is out. Um, so if you haven't looked at that yet, um, you need to go look at it, open it and see what all is in there. Um, don't forget to um, read it and then um, share any feedback that you have with that uh, so that we can get it updated to your liking. Um, but I liked it a lot. I thought the newsletter was good. And if you, so. if you didn't get a copy, you can go to pxpendurance.com under the blog. There's a link at the top of the page uh, with blog, and you'll be able to find it there. Or go to the website, and, and there's a place to sign up for the newsletter. Yeah. Awesome. And then um, bingo started today, actually. Um, Totally did not get the bingo boards printed out because I was dealing with a lot of sickness this weekend. But um, don't forget to come in and get your bingo boards. Um, They are going to get printed out today, I promise. Um, And then if anyone did anything spectacular in class today that um, got them a space on their bingo board, um, Paul will sign off on that still. So PXB pxp bingo has officially started so we'll see who wins who's our first winner and who and what prizes everyone's going to get so don't forget to grab your bingo boards here in the gym um and then sponsorships Uh, don't forget anyone that wants to sponsor the podcast or have a segment on the podcast um, we'd be happy to do that for you we can create an ad for you or uh, post your ad so um feel free to ask about sponsoring the podcast and then like, share, and subscribe for us, please. Um, the podcast is on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, um, and then all other podcast platforms out there, um, Google Podcasts, Samsung Podcasts, all that fun stuff. So please like it. Uh, share it with a friend. Share it with someone that you might think might benefit from the podcast. And then always give us your feedback and let us know what topics you guys have for us as well um, because – We will always um, try to get those done for you. If you have a topic for us, um, we'll go over it. Um, Always submit your questions for sure. Like uh, we need all of your questions just so that I can have Paul answer them on here for you. So feel free to um, send your questions to him or me and we'll get those on here for you. So that's all I have. Anything? No. Thanks everybody. Hope you've had a great week and we'll see you next week. Yep. See you guys next week.